Welcome back to another episode of Is This a Bad Time with me, Jenny. And then I have today's special guest with me again, Jason. Jason, I'm back for part two, you guys. Yes. This is not the last you'll see of me, I'm sure. No, we love him here. We as in me. I'm a one-woman show. And it's nice. We got a lot of really positive feedback from Jason's episode. Did we? Did people like it? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. It was like equally informational as well as entertaining to listen to. And I think it was like lighthearted yet kind of like getting down to the nitty gritty of like certain topics at the same time. Okay. You're going to have to tell me what people said because I'm actually really curious. I'll tell you. I'll tell you later. Okay. Yeah. But um, anyways, we do. We are drinking tonight. Not a lot. We have a light drink, a light seltzer. A little salts. But I'm already tired, so this is like making me like kind of delirious. I'm having fun. <laughs> I'm kind of like, I've been delirious, honestly, for the past year, if I'm being totally honest. Well, we don't have to dive into that today. Um, but yeah, today. Today's, okay, so today's topic we want to talk about is financial independence. And just all things financial related, because I do have an episode uh, of um, financial stress with Savannah a couple weeks back, or a couple episodes back, I guess I should say. But this is a little bit more of like a lighthearted topic in terms of like, it's a very, it's a little bit more inspirational, if you will. Yeah. Um, like, we don't want to be like, edu- like, we're not here to give we're not, financial we're not advice. We're here to give financial advice. We're just talking about our personal, personal experiences, experiences and like, kind of like, kind of like things to look out for, things to kind of like be weary of if you're kind of on the fence about certain things. And, you know, I feel like we didn't come from very money. We didn't come from a money, money background. Yeah. That's our families were not like that. So I think anyway, we'll dive into that, but I'll let Jason kind of start because he was the one that initiated this uh, topic. So I'm going to let Jason take the reins and I will jump in. Yeah, I told Jenny, I don't want to talk about anything on the podcast that I'm not, like, very passionate about, but this is something I feel like everyone deals with. Especially people in our early, mid-20s now. Financial stress and financial responsibilities and, like, financial independence is such a big part of our growing process and adulthood. Yeah. So... Yeah, like Jenny said earlier, both of us don't come from money. That's for sure. Yeah. (laughs) My parents are immigrants, and, like, I was born here. I'm, like, the first generation that was born here. And also, I'm the first... I I think the term is, like, first generation, like, college. Yeah. Something, something. Just pretty much first gen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm, like, the first generation to go to college in my family, Mm -hmm. which is really stressful. Honestly, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. There's so much pressure, mm-hmm. but also financially, it's hard out here, you guys, especially really like adulting, paying for everything yourself. I think that's one of my biggest things because for me, I've been financially independent for five years now yeah. and I'm 23. So ever since I was 18, I was out of the house. I was yeah. paying for everything on my own. And like the thing is with me, I don't like asking my parents for money 
I don't know about you, Jenny, but I really don't like to ask anything ex- yeah. until it's like something that like is like a birthday present or a Christmas present where I'm like, can you like help me with this? Yeah. Or can you help me with that? But other Same. than that, I don't ask for like presents. I don't ask for this. I don't ask for that. Like, yeah, it just makes me feel bad. That's really what it is. Yeah. Cause like for me, like I look at it in the perspective in the sense that like they raised me for like almost 20 years of yeah. their life and my life. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, the last thing I would want to do is ask for more. Yeah. And it's so hard because, for me, I have a lot of friends who don't have to struggle, like, financially. Mm-hmm. Like, they have all, like, not saying they're, like, fully dependent on their parents, but their parents always have their backs yeah. whenever something goes, like, haywire. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm not that fortunate, so it's hard being, like, surrounded with people who are so, like comfortable where they are and for me it's like I don't have that that safety net to fall back on when something goes wrong sometimes it does feel a little unfair like why did they get that and I didn't but it's kind of just like the way your life's been dealt and that's just like yeah what cards you've been dealt with but I think and honestly it's like I don't like hate them for it. I'm mm-hmm. actually like, I'm jealous, of course, but I'm actually happy for them. Like, I'm glad yeah. they don't have to go through like yeah. the stuff I have to go through. Yeah. And I think that's like, you know, everyone has different circumstances and someone may have it way worse than we do. Yeah. No, so... I think about that all the time. I'm like, this. <laughs> so that's why I don't think about it in that way. Like, definitely people have had it worse than I do. So it's like, I can't really complain. But it, it it's just a part of <clears throat> human nature to feel like, un, like, to feel jealous of those things, especially like, you know, of people around you, like your friends. Yeah. And um, like, one thing I wanted to talk about actually was like, um, financially, like things that influence like financial situations. So obviously we said like, we're first generation in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So like, oh yeah. And we're both Asian of Asian descent. Yes. So what I was, what I'm trying to get at is basically like, the culture in Asia is so much different than like Western culture yeah. because like, especially in, in the U S cause mm-hmm. you know, there's a, there's that like American dream. Like yeah. you turn 18, you move out of the house, you find a job, you start your own life. Mm-hmm. But in Asian countries and most Asian families, that's not a thing because like there's a thing called like generational households. So you live with your parents and you, and their parents, so, like your grandparents. And then when you have kids, like, you're all living under the same roof, basically. Yeah. So that's, like, a big thing over there. That's literally how my mom's family is, like, right now. Yeah. Like, to this day, it's like that. And so, like, it's nice because, like, you're always surrounded with your family. Mm-hmm. If it's, like, a good situation. Right. That's a good thing for you. Right. But also, like, it's, like, no, you're not paying rent. You yeah. get good food It's just, like, very home. much close-knit. You know, I think anyone who is close with their like native family like ethnic family like you know family back in their motherlands i guess you could say the motherland the motherland you they can definitely agree like i know like a lot of italian households are very like that like very family oriented a lot of hispanic families are very family oriented you know especially if you're close with that family is like way way more close-knit so i think it's completely normal and it is hard to explain to my american friends no yeah it is hard because um You know, I have certain friends that, like, want to move away now and stuff like that. Like, I always want to be close with my mom, but I am starting to get to that point where, like, I have been thinking about moving away from my home state. And I feel like that's the Western coming in me, the Western idealisms coming in out, like, you know. But 
and like, I'm still very much family oriented and I'm trying to take the necessary steps that aren't neglecting that part of my life. Your, your culture. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. And I think it's really hard, pe- like, people our age, because we're, I feel like our generation, like, especially in our age group, is the transitional age group where, like, we're yeah. setting we're setting examples for the next generation, and yeah. we're still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Because I think, like, we are the first gen. Like, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but, yeah. like, your nephews will kind of get to see this, and they won't have to deal with it. Yeah, and Does then we're going to be those old people saying, like, Back in my day. No, I know. Like, we walked so you could run. Ew. That's, like, literally what it is. <laughs> but that's literally what it is. We have to walk so they could run. It's just, like, we ran so you could walk. I don't know the yeah. metaphor, but... Oh, my fucking God. <clears throat> yeah. I anyway. personally haven't felt the struggles until, like, this past year of, like, financial struggles, if that makes sense. Because, mm-hmm. like... I feel like at this age, I'm 23, I don't really have an excuse. Yeah. Like, I don't want to ask my parents for help. Mm-hmm. Like, people are going to judge me, too, if I do. Yeah. But then again, like, that's like, that goes back to, like, my friends. Like, me knowing my friends, how their parents have their backs. It's so hard. It's, like, yeah. a very sticky, controversial topic. Right. But I feel like us going through this and experiencing these challenges I guess you could say Mm -hmm. it definitely is character building and I have learned a lot of good lessons from it to which I will pass on to my future children yeah like honestly if I think about it I don't really regret the way that my life has turned out and the circumstances that I've had but obviously like people who say like money doesn't buy happiness is lying like money does buy happiness I could be a lot happier with the Nice fat wad of cash. Same. But I but, think that also comes from, like, our upbringing. Exactly. So exactly. that quote is kind of subjective, but mm-hmm. we're both on the same page. Yes, 100%. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's not a lot more you can kind of dive into that, but we're jealous of our rich friends sometimes. Yeah. That's really more of a story. I have too many rich friends. It's actually so hard <laughs> being friends with them. Cause, I like, have a few, but... Because, like, they always want to do stuff. I want to do it, too. But sometimes I can't. Yeah. And I just have to, like... I feel like you're a bad influence on me. Because then you, like, go around and you're like, Jenny, we should go this and do here. And I'm like, Jason, my bank account. I know, mine, too. And you're like, same. <laughs> I know. I've never been, like, very responsible with my money, though. Same. But honestly. I, but we're the type of people... We always say, like, money comes and goes. Money comes and goes. And it definitely goes. has been it coming does. and going because... <laughs> more going than coming. Yeah, more, <laughs> more going than coming, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, but honestly, that's just a part of the 20s. Like, I can't... It's just, like, kind of, like, as long as you live with no regrets and you know what you're making, like, the, the choices that you're making, I think you're fine. Everything yeah. will work out in the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about, because you just got back from Oh, yeah. I went to Toronto. Toronto. And I got back from Chicago. Did you know um, <clears throat> Toronto is the is the correct pronunciation? Toronto. Because some people say Toronto, oh, like with the yeah, T. Yeah, Toronto. Mm-hmm. But then they were like, because I was like talking to my friends up there. They're like, oh, you pronounce it right. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, doesn't everyone say like Toronto? They're like, mm-hmm. no. And I was like, what? Yeah, I always Fun thought fact. it was Toronto. Fun fact. 
So Anyways. It's, so it's not Toronto. It's, it's not Toronto. It's, it's Toronto. 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 It's prettier that way anyways. And it's easier to say. Yeah. It sounds more elegant. Oh. Toronto. But yeah. Toronto. Ooh. Toes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But yeah, we just got back from trips. We were gone. I was gone the week before you. Yeah. And you were gone. Were you gone for a couple days? I was or? gone for four days. Okay. I it was, was, it was a little weekend trip to yes. Toronto. I wish my weekend trip was four days. Mine was a two day trip. Mine was a weekend trip. That is trip. a weekend trip. I, mine was. A, I'm so sad. Mine was it was a so weekend short. more. Um, but I think it's so funny, you know, like everyone's like, oh, you're in Canada. And I was like, yeah, I just went over the weekend. And everyone's like, what the fuck out there? Like you went to Canada over the weekend. And I was like, but like I to honestly, me, it makes me feel very bougie when I'm like, oh yeah, I was just there for the weekend. No, yeah. Like to me, I don't know. That's just normal. I think. I think it's normal. I think. It's, Is there something wrong with me? No, I think it's doable to do weekend trips. I yeah. don't know why. I think people that like to be like, oh, you were only there for the weekend. Those people are like weekend, the people that are like. <clears throat> Like, you're spending that much money on a plane ticket, you should stay there longer. Does that make sense? Like, more people that are more, yeah, like, I don't give a fuck. frugal. I'm, like going about there, I'm going there for a good time, not a long time. Period. Hello. I have rich mindset, and I want to... <laughs> no, me too. I need, <laughs> I need that to translate to the reality. I just act like I'm rich. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they say, you know what they say, fake <laughs> it till you make it, so... Period. Well, now everybody knows that we're faking it. <laughs> but we're making it. <laughs> Yeah. Where, where were we going with this? We went on some weekend trips. Yes. And I was trying to think, like, did you have any financial issues on this trip? Thankfully, no. Because... Do you want to tell them what happened the first day you oh, were there? Shit. Okay. Actually, yeah. <laughs> so, the day we landed... Um, actually, let, this me, is such let a, me... This is such a Jason thing to happen. It's guys, literally so funny. I'm not even kidding you. I cannot catch a break. When you... <laughs> Like, something is always happening to me. When you texted me that, when you texted yeah, the group let me, chat, what did you think? I what literally did you hear? fucking cackled. I did not even feel bad for you because, <laughs> <laughs> because here's the oh thing. Oh, my God. This shit always works out for you. I know you. No, I know. It always works out it for you. It always works out. And so I literally just had to cackle because I was like, of course. Like, yeah. for me, I would literally have lost myself. Like, I would have lost it forever. No. Okay, Jason can explain why. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so funny. I just so don't funny. even care. Like honestly, <laughs> when something new happens to me, like there's always a bump in a road on my road that I'm on. <laughs> but like, it always works out in the end. Yeah. And like, I'm not even surprised when something happens. I just like kind of learn to live with it. God so, really does. God really do be on Jason's side. I'm sorry. I'm not even religious, but thank you, God. <laughs> thank Any, you. Thank you. I'm looking at. I'm looking at you up there. Anyways. Yeah, actually, to start out, before I even went to uh, Canada, mm-hmm. our trip or our flight got delayed twice. That's right. Only by like twenty minutes each time. That's stupid. Like, yeah, so it was kind of frustrating. Yeah. But anyways, we got to the airport, and the lady was like, "Y'all," she was like, "You're late." <laughs> we were, we still had like an hour before boarding, and like, late. You, if any of you know, like Kansas City Airport is fucking dead as fuck. Like it's nobody's so, there. Like, so what empty. am I late for? Mm-hmm. Because when we got through security, which took, like, like kid you not, five minutes to get through security, right. and our our gate was the first one right Thanks. outside. Honestly, sleeping on Kansas City's airport, our airport is so easy to navigate, and it's like never busy. Yeah. I okay, think some people take it for granted, though. Honestly, a but, lot. People love to bitch at the airport. Yeah, I'm like, got, for what? We have, like, such a good airport. Yeah. Have you been to JFK? It's horrible. No, I've never I'd been. I'd literally kill myself. I would rather kill myself than walk through JFK. Wait, have I been to JFK? I don't think you have. Oh. 
Which one did we go to when we went to New York? LaGuardia. Oh, LaGuardia. LaGuardia. Which is a really good airport, by the way. Yeah. But anyways, she said we were late. And then she literally said into the microphone, or the, the walkie-talkie, she said, two late bags, bag like, bags coming. <laughs> and I was like, bruh. Like, seriously? Like, why is she being so dramatic? And then we got through security and then sat down at her gate. Nobody was even there. Oh, okay. Like, we're late for what? You were early? Yeah, we were on time is what we were. Oh. <laughs> like... She was being so rude. Why was she being rude? I think she was being rude, and then she realized she was gone, and then she, well, she was re- wrong, and I think she just carried it. Yeah. But anyways, um, so, oh yeah, back back to like when we turned, when we checked in our luggages, it was me and my friend, so there was two of us going together. We right. both had to check in. Flight goes normal, whatever, whatever. <clears throat> Actually, flight doesn't go normal, because the airport in Toronto is really understaffed because they're undergoing a strike right now. I love so that. We, so once we landed, we sat on the plane for 30 minutes doing nothing. And then when we got to the carousel to pick up our, like, checked bags, my my friend has a bright pink suitcase. Nobody else has the same fucking suitcase, mm-hmm. right? And right next to hers was, quote-unquote, my suitcase. Right. So I was like, oh, they're right next to each other. This one's obviously mine because we checked it in at the same time. They came off the same plane. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why they wouldn't be next to each other. You just assumed it would just stay yeah. next to each other. But here's the thing. That carousel, it was like a big-ass carousel. There mm-hmm. was at least five different flights <gasps> with checked bags on that carousel. Why would they do that? I don't know. That is way too many. Well, they're understaffed. Okay, that makes sense. So <laughs> I pick up the luggage. I didn't look at the tag, like, to see if my name was on it. Mm. But I was, like, you know, I was, like, putting two and two together. Like, mine was right next to my friend's. There's no way it's not mine. Like, it's the way that the thought crossed my mind to look at the tag, but I didn't do it. I'm so stupid. (laughs) And then we got to the hotel, like, three hours later because the airport is, like, 45 minutes from downtown. Maybe not 45, maybe, like, 40. But then I we got to the hotel room. We just checked in. We were about to get ready to, um, to like, we were about to get ready to go to dinner because yeah. I was in Canada for our friend's birthday. So it was his birthday dinner and I missed it because I opened the luggage and I said, oh, those aren't my clothes. <laughs> and then I started, I started going through it and I was like, this is not my luggage. Yeah. And I looked at all my friends and I was like, holy fuck, like, what am I going to do? What am you I going to do? You know what's so funny, you guys, is that the suitcases weren't even the same. Like, they they didn't are. Even look- they're identical. I kid you not. The colors are different. No, they're the same. The one you have is like a dark, dark black, they're, right? No, it's silver. They're both silver. It was yeah. the way the light was reflecting it. Oh, my God. It looks cause different. Because the one that you grabbed looked like, I kid you not, looked like a baby gray-blue. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, so... It's the way, like, none of you guys even locked your suitcases either. <laughs> Yeah, my Neither suitcase doesn't have a lock. <laughs> Neither this person. Oh, yeah, that person. Yeah. His name is Zach. Oh, period. Zachary Lind, Lind. Don't expose him. Yeah, whatever. Well, he stole my suitcase, too. Oh. Because we went back to the airport, and then we had to... It took us, like, two hours to get to the airport, figure everything out, and then get back downtown. I would have been so frustrated. I already missed my dinner. It yeah. was... So we Who, landed... Did Kylie do this with you? No, I went with my friend Paul, oh, my okay. friend from Toronto. Okay. So... We landed at 3, checked in at 6, realized I didn't have my luggage, and then went to the airport, and then we got back to the hotel at 8. And the dinner was at 6.30, so I missed it. And it was like a really fancy restaurant, and the food was really good, apparently. Apparently. I tried like a piece of the duck they brought back. It was mm. so good. I love duck. Was it Chinese restaurant? 
Um, yeah, it was like a Chinese fusion. Mm, that sounds so good. But yeah. And then, so the airport people are just like, yeah, it looks like the other person didn't um, bring back your luggage. But we were like, how do you know that he has it? And so we were like looking through the tags and stuff. And then remember you guys when that lady was like, you guys are late. She put my passport under my friend's bag and my friend's passport under my bag. So if they tried looking up my passport and seeing which bag it was tied to, my friend would have had it because that's like my bag. Does that make sense? The pink luggage was under my name, but, yeah. that's, but that's my friend's bag. Oh. And then my luggage was under her name. Oh. And so we would have to use her passport oh my God. to get my luggage back. But then it was already getting late. This means she was like giving you attitude and, and she, she messed she up your up. bags. Yeah, no, literally like this was, I was telling Girl. everyone, this is the butterfly effect, like in motion. Mm-hmm. Like it start, all started with this, like the flight being delayed. And then she said we were late and then she fucked up. And then I miss my luggage. Like, this all happened for a reason. Really hate that Like, this you. could have been avoided if that bitch didn't fucking... Ah! <laughs> I'm so mad. But anyways. Yeah, so I missed my dinner. I had to go shopping. It was already 8. <laughs> it's the way he bought a whole new outfit yeah, to go out in. The mall closed at 9. We were supposed to go to the club that night. I didn't have any clothes. I went to go buy clothes. I used, like... Did you even eat? No, I didn't eat. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I wish... <laughs> It's the way she's I laughing. She- it's the way she's laughing at my misery. I wish you guys could see his face when I said you didn't eat. Oh my god. He said, no, I didn't eat. No, yeah. And then like on the way oh to the mall god. that day, I was telling my Uber driver, I was like, yeah, I don't usually talk to my Uber drivers, but like I just want to tell you a story real quick. And then I told him like the whole thing. You just had to tell him your whole and life. And then he started there. talking to me about like the, the politics between Russia and Ukraine. And I was like, what okay. What is the sir, we're talking about my misery here. I not know. About he had, we had to talk about politics. But he was cool. Oh. Okay. I was kinda like, okay, bye. Well that's good. And then yeah, that was that. That was a long story, but anyway, It was entertaining. Something always happens to me on a trip, I swear. What happened when we went to New York? Uh, Did something bad happen on that one? No, our flight got canceled, and we stayed for yeah, like an extra... Yeah, but I feel like that's just chew. Like, every time I fly yeah, with her... That's her luck. <laughs> that transpires onto us. <sighs> but yeah. Anyways. Oh, you broke my phone in New York. <laughs> Jenny broke my phone last time we went to New York. I didn't mean to, but to be fair, Jason had no protectedness on it. He I did. Didn't, he no, no, you didn't. I had a case, but it was a decorative case. It, it wasn't. It was a clear, thin ass case that might as well supposed just to look cute. It, well, cute got you where, huh? A new phone. Cute got you cute a, new got me a new phone. Cute got you a new phone. No, like literally, it was just, it was a bad night. We were all drunk. I was waving my hands around and knocked his phone right to the ground. I literally shocked your phone with damage. Yeah, not only that, it was raining and my phone literally flew into the middle of the street. It did. On a New York street. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So sorry. Yeah, she still regrets it, I know. Every time I bring it up, she just has to apologize. I feel bad too. And she didn't pay shit. She didn't pay for shit. I didn't. I paid that for a whole new phone the next day out of pocket. You know what? Next time we go on a trip, I'll buy your plane ticket. Her. Thanks, Queen. <laughs> it's not gonna be like Cancun or anything, but okay. <laughs> I'll buy your like New York ticket or something. Okay, okay. I'll buy your plane ticket. See, that just tells you how comfortable I am, how comfortable we are with money. Like, 
money is no object to me. Like it's really like, yeah, same. Money is money to me. Like I hate to have that mindset sometimes because like my mom does work really hard for money and she like definitely worked hard to give me the life that I have, which I'm super grateful for. But along the the way, I definitely like have learned to like definitely like um enjoy the fruit of your labor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, same. Like I'm in like hella college debt. I just don't think about it. Because I feel like it's one thing to be like down in the dumps, like always stressed out and like worried about like what's to come. Yeah. When you could really just like make things better in the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's bad to say. And then like have to it's not necessarily like you're gonna have to deal with it later, but like it's like you're not gonna die. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. It's not like the end of the world. Yeah. Like, because I'm in debt, I'm going to get a job eventually, and then I'm going to yeah. pay it off. Like, well, everything's going to work out in the you end. You stressing about it anyway right now yeah. wouldn't even do anything. It would just make so, me, like, like, depressed. It would just make you so sad. So don't even let it eat yourself alive. I literally posted about this on my story last night. I don't know if you read it. You probably didn't because you're fake as fuck. No, I don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really <laughs> should just take you off my story. Like, you don't no, even No, don't. Read it. I like skipping through it. You're so, I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus is so fake. No, I don't watch people's stories. I really don't. Well, you should watch mine. Make an exception for me. Because sure. I actually say good stuff on my story. I was saying, because I feel like, okay, so in the past, like, three years, I've gone to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And it's always been in October. And I've never, I never planned that. It just happened that way every year that October I've gone. October is a good traveling month. Yeah. Everybody travels in October. Yeah, but I definitely started getting like an emotional attachment to like traveling to Chicago in October. Uh-huh. So I was like. Oh, is this like a tradition now? It is a tradition. Let's go I am, next year. I am going next year. Okay. Um, but three years ago, I was, <laughs> hate to get personal. I was talking to this guy. It's been three years. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And that was the first time I went to Chicago, and that was with you, Joanne, and Chu, and I had a really fun time. Listen, we didn't do shat on this trip. All we did was drink. We didn't even drink. All we did was eat. In the hotel and shop. And, like, shop. and like. You know why? And we laughed a lot on that trip. Because we were, it was in the middle of COVID. <laughs> sorry, you can judge us. <laughs> I know, we went on a trip during COVID. I know, so Literally, sorry. I was walking on the street of Chicago, and I got they a said level three Amber warning. Alert. Yeah, I said level three warning. COVID, stay, stay inside home. if necessary. We said on the way to Chinatown, yeah. <laughs> getting some dinner. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're supporting local businesses, okay? Um, yeah, we're, we're boosting the economy during this time of... Honestly. Honestly. Not all shit. heroes wear capes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we're essential workers. Period. So. so anyways, I was talking to this guy during that time of the trip. Long story short, it didn't work out. But it kind of left me scarred in one way or another. I'm definitely not, like, depressed about it. But it has definitely made me, like, my trust issues have definitely been tainted. And so fast forward to a year later, does it bother you that you can't see it Sorry, progressing? Uh, continue yes so a year later i talked to another guy and guys i don't plan for this okay it just happens i'm talking to another guy long story short that didn't work out either and then that one just like that that talking stage relationship thing wasn't even like it didn't even end up bad but it was just like more like i learned a lot about myself talking to him like what i like and what i don't like Mm mm-hmm and so this trip, I actually wasn't talking to anybody in that romantic regard. It might have been on Hinge, but, you know, it's not 
just talking to like a couple guys here and there, but you know, light, light work, light conversations. <laughs> so this trip was actually like a really good one because it was like a trip that I was able to, not that I wasn't able to focus on you guys during the first trip, but I feel like I was fully able to just enjoy being present in Chicago this time. And the weather was super nice. This is yeah. the first time that the weather in October was like 75, 77, breezy, beautiful. And like mm-hmm. everyone was so sweet. We ate at really good restaurants and I just like had a ball. It was a really good time. And good weather makes me very grounded. Like as an earth sign, <sighs> love it. Wait, you're an earth. A Virgo's earth. Yeah. I don't know my elements. You're an earth. I know I'm earth. Yeah. Well, you're. That's the only one I know. <laughs> Jason has a very big head. Only focus on himself. No, yeah, that's what's important in life sometimes. What? Focusing on yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not sometimes, all the time. Oh, yeah. No, it is good to focus on yourself. But yes, as an earth sign, I felt very grounded. And then I felt very inspired to kind of just like think about my life. And I I took this trip with Savannah. I don't know if you guys know Savannah. She was on my financial stressful, financially stressful episode, whatever I titled it. But she is the type of person that I can sit down and we can talk for hours about anything and everything. And she's the person I talk to kind of like with you. We talk about like very like heavy, deep kind of life type stuff. And we were just talking about the immediate future, how a lot of us are starting to get to that point where like we want to make career changes. We want to move. We want to like do this. We want to do that. But we feel kind of stuck in our phase of life right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, financially, we are all stuck financially. Always. Yeah. So I was like kind of just talking to her and I have been like just being in Chicago. I was very comfortable with the idea of staying in Kansas for a while. But, you know, after this trip to Chicago, it definitely made me think like I think I could definitely make make the move, make a life out there. Yeah, I could make I could make it work in particular. Mm -hmm. Same. I love that city. Yeah, Chicago is fun. I literally it's so nice and it's so good for people our age. And I feel like there's just like a place for everybody there. Yeah. And it's made one reason I really love Chicago is that it's made of people made up of people from the Midwest. So you kind of get that feeling of like yeah. hospitality while that's being in was, a big city. That's what I was gonna say because it's yeah. not like it is hustle and bustle, but it's not crazy like New York. No, and it's not like boring like sorry Texas, haha. <laughs> but I've definitely heard like Chicago is very fifty fifty for people. Yeah, it you just either love it or you your, hate it. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously this is just an idea. It's not like I'm going to move tomorrow, but I definitely am thinking about maybe like going back in the winter at some point, seeing how I like it in the winter. Yeah. And then like Cameron, who we we you guys know was on my LA episode. She made the big move out to LA. She um I she suggested that I might try getting an Airbnb for a month or two and just kind of like living out there for a little bit i probably wouldn't do a month or two but i do like (laughs) (laughs) sorry if i cough you guys i'm kind of sick from canada (laughs) great but yes i'm all for it i would probably do like maybe like three weeks just to kind of like honestly enough like three weeks is long enough yeah that gives you enough time to kind of like feel the lifestyle Mm -hmm. but also you wouldn't be working i wouldn't that's why i kind of like a major difference i know i feel like if i 
Ideally, like if I was to able be able to do that, I feel like I could probably pick up some nail clients pretty easily. Oh. It would just take a couple weeks to kind of yeah. like You'd spread have to out do my like business. Some, like, pre-planning, mm-hmm. like reach out to people in Chicago beforehand. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, like word of mouth is getting around a lot for me here now, way quicker than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. I would wait. I have. I would have way more clients now if I did. If I wasn't so um, uh, strict about my no strangers policy yeah because I, I work out from I work from home no yeah I definitely think it's good that you have that in place though yeah because it's like not this not only just like the safety thing but also like like the trust like loyalty like customer mm-hmm. loyalty I guess yeah and obviously my customers aren't gonna come out like the ones that live here aren't gonna come out to Chicago to do their oh, nails hell no but it, it like the loyalty does like really play a big part like that's a really nice part about my career is that people are very loyal as long as you are putting your heart and passion into their sets and like really giving it your all you know yeah was Chicago like for you like financially like how was that it was good I mean I feel like I didn't really the one thing I think I really was I don't know I feel like I could I I feel like it would be doable I wasn't I didn't shop a lot if anything I just went the thing is like I underpacked Oh, which is actually wild. Was it with the plan of shopping? Really? No, I like literally just underpacked. Seriously, Jenny? I know. It's so embarrassing. Fuck? Let's not talk about it. Um, That's so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is so embarrassing. Well, here's the thing. So I mainly went for a concert. We went to go see Cannons. And that was the whole point of the trip was yes. to go to the concert. So the concert Wait, was... how do you underpack for a two-day trip? No, just hear me out. Okay. So... <laughs> okay. I had a duffel, okay? But my thing is, my hygiene stuff, like my hair products, my body lotion, my makeup, took up all my space. And I, I bought feel two that. pair, and I bought a pair, like I bought a pair of shoes. So literally, just like those stuff, literally took up all the space. So I bought, I bought a dress for the concert. I had a leather jacket. I wore my corduroy jacket, so I packed that. I packed a p- pajama set. And then I packed a tube top and a skirt. And then I packed, and then I wore, like, a pair of sweats and a t-shirt to Chicago. So, essentially, yeah, I did have, I did have enough to wear. But I didn't think about going out Saturday night. Right, right. So I packed a day outfit for Saturday, but I didn't pack a night outfit. So I ended up going to Zara. I bought a pair of um, really cute black kind of dressy sweats. And I wore one of Savannah's bras. Oh. Like airy bras. That was oh. like a top bra. It was tight, but it made my boobies look good. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So did the guys in the club. Oh. <laughs> oh okay. It was fun. It was a good time. But anyway, we didn't we didn't plan to go out and yeah. I insinuated going out. So yeah. I I love like spontaneous stuff. I don't like I'm, planning like I'm going out. Like, yeah, we're going yeah. out tonight. Like actually it was like so what had happened was we went to dinner. And we, you know, we dressed very casually for dinner. And then we ended up walking around the square a little bit. And then we were like, let's make some TikToks. So we were just lollygagging on the streets. Oh my God, like, you guys really didn't have a plan, huh? We literally we only went like, there for the what concert. What should we do? Yeah. Yeah. So we literally like lollygagged. We said TikTok. And so we like, we're just in the streets and we were like, and then we, what is it? We literally Ubered. We looked up on TikTok. We were like, should we go out? Let's look up on TikTok where to go out in Chicago. And then we found a club bar thing and we showed up and all the girls were in dresses and shit. And we said, sweats. Oh, shit. (laughs) So we literally Ubered from the club back to the hotel to change, redo our makeup, 
and then go back out. But as we were changing, we were like, what the fuck do we wear? We didn't bring anything. Yeah. So Savannah wore my tube top and she, she literally had a high neck dress that was like a bodycon black dress from like forever 21. Uh-huh. It wasn't, like, the type of club dress. It wasn't a club dress. So she literally ripped the neck part open, and she made it a skirt, and she wore my tube top. I'm fucking And dead. she made, like, a two-tone dress out no of it. No way. Yeah. I have to see this. I didn't see it. <laughs> we'll see if we have a picture. Okay. But we made a two... She made a two-tone dress. I don't know if she's going to appreciate me <laughs> exposing this, but it's kind of funny. It's relatable. And so we, she wore that. I ended up wearing my sweats I wore to dinner. And then I wore her black bra. And, and Sexy. Sexy. But I think what made it look good was our makeup looked really good and then our hair looked really good. So that yeah. definitely played a part. I mean, you guys got in, so obviously they thought you dressed the part too. Honestly, there were like 18-year-olds trying to get in before uh-huh. us. So at this point, yeah, the guy, the bouncer guy was like... How old are you guys? And they said, uh, 23. The and, then, <laughs> and then he said, no, seriously, how old are you? And they no. said, 18. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were like 17, 18. You could literally tell by what they were wearing. Like a girl was literally wearing like a Forever 21, like janky ass, like dress that was like Goodbye. not really for her. Like Goodbye. you could just tell they weren't club girls. That's kind of embarrassing. It was very embarrassing. And so he looked like one looked at our IDs and he said, you're good. Because, like, you know, I think when you've been a bouncer for so long, you can definitely tell what's fake and what's not. Yeah. And they had fake IDs. And also, it's, like, it's not even just ID. It's, like, the confidence. Yeah. They were, like, uh, they even uh, held, like, a cigarette and everything, too, to, like, look <laughs> the part. Uh, uh, me and Savannah said... <laughs> we said, what the fuck? Um, but, yeah, we got yeah. in. It was cool. $20 cover. That's typical these days. Uh, pain. I really hate, like... I'm so sorry. I hate when people, like, complain about, like, something like cover. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Because, like, if you're going for, like, a good time. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to pay. Oh, well, you want to know how much our tequila shots were? $18. Oh, okay. Well, 15 But... Oh, I was close. 15 each, yeah. So, it was, like, $30 for two shots. I'm I'm an experienced club goer. You are. And you definitely go to the expensive places, so you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can we talk about that? When I was in Canada, you guys, we went out to the club two nights (laughs) in a row. Yeah. And not only that, we got a table each night. Oh, those are expensive, especially yeah. in Toronto. The first night, okay, well, think of it. Canadian dollars is way more expensive than USD. I think like So basically, if you go if you if you use US dollars, everything in Canada is like 20% off. Oh. So like I was good. Like okay. I was rich over there. Period. Like, like anything, I just swipe my card. Like I don't I don't even look at it. <laughs> Love that. But so yeah, I I was told by my friends that the table on Friday night was like a little over two thousand oh dollars, and then Saturday night was like the real deal. Oh they God. spent. I saw that. I didn't. Is that the, the spent, receipt that you showed? They spent oh six thousand five hundred Canadian, which is like almost five thousand USD on a table. Girl. And I was like, who the fuck are these people I'm hanging out with? But like, why was it so expensive? Which is like the bottles that you guys got? Or? Um. Was well, first like, of all, it's in Toronto. Second of all, was it like all, a New York? It was deal like a high end like club. High end club. There yeah. was two two rounds of security. Like, tell me why we did secu- like they patted us down so hard at the door. Oh we goodness. went down one flight of stairs. We got patted down again. Did you see Sean Mendes there? No. I feel like that's the place where Sean Mendes would go. Like, like in an area. I mean, he's from Toronto, so no, like, like think- that high stake of like. You know, I was kind of drunk like the whole time, so I don't really remember where we were. Dang. But we were somewhere downtown. But that security was intense. Because I was like, we got patted down twice. 
I was like, where would I have found a weapon in the 20 seconds I got from the front door to like this security checkpoint? Yeah. Like I was kind of like laughing the whole time. <laughs> I was like, this is, but then I found out my friend texted me an article. Some like three people died <gasps> at a club like the week before. So I was like, oh shit. That's from why what? they got shot. That's why security was so strict. Oh my God. So I feel kind of bad. I was laughing, but you said, ha ha ha. I yeah. thought it would have been like drug related. Oh, but yeah, if we want to talk numbers, on the four days I was in Canada, I spent twelve hundred. Oh, okay. Because did you guys split up the table, or did they pay for? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. We all split up the table. There was like at least like thirty of us each night. Okay, so like, how much did you pitch in uh, doing the each night? It was like the first night was a hundred dollars per person. And then, ugh, I feel so bad. The birthday boys had to cover the rest because people bailed out. <gasps> and then For the, real? Yeah. And then the second night, so here's where the drama happens. The second night, there was supposed to be 50 people on the list. The club told For my- For a table? Yes. Was the, it big enough? It was a big table. Oh my, my friends, the club told my friends that they could cover, or they could host 50 people for a table. Like, they, we would all get in, like, easy, whatever, you know, right? Oh, God. But- I don't know what happened. There was only 30 of us in the line. Mm. And even then, they tried cutting them off at 24. Because me and my friends showed up late because we, like, stayed at the hotel a little longer before we headed out. Yeah. And then they were like, no more people. Like, we already have 24. But then everyone was pissed because we were like, you told us you could take in 50. Like, that's why we booked a table with you guys. Yeah. And so they were like, okay, okay, fine. Like, like you four, like my group of friends, like the four of us mm-hmm. got in. So it was 28. And then one more guy came in, 29. Oh and then God. I think one last guy came in and it was 29. And then two girls got kicked out because they were too drunk. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So Saturday night, everybody spent around 134 Canadian. And then there was $2,000 left over. And the birthday, mm-hmm. boy, the birthday boys split it. That's so sad. It's kind of sad. I hate that they had to split it. I know. But I also didn't want to pay any more than I had to. Are they like loaded? Yeah, they're loaded. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. It's it's just like the it's, thought that counts. <laughs> it's the rich friends, bro. They don't give a yeah. fuck. They throw their money around like nothing. If they don't feel bad about it, then that's fine. But you feel if bad anything, about it. If anything, they were more stressed out because they wanted us to have a good time because we were fl- we were flying in to come see them. That's you know nice. what I mean? That is so nice. It was though. so sweet. But yeah, I guess you did put out money to see them for their birthday. No, yeah, because I was like, should we get them a gift? And then everyone was like, no, the gift is you coming. Like, don't worry. And I was you like, are the gift. I am the gift. I was like, per. <laughs> but yeah, we're talking numbers. I spent twelve hundred. That includes the clubbing, the shopping, the food. Okay. And then my plane ticket was like six hundred, but I bought it really late. Yeah, so, I think if you like, and it was also an international flight, so. If you had tried, maybe like 300, 400 would have been like yeah. what you would have paid. Yeah, I think I was definitely more money conscious on this trip, which I'm trying to be in general altogether. Good. That's good. Because I'm, I'm too bad with this stuff. <laughs> well, I just hate being money. Like I hate being irresponsible with money. I think it really weighs on me a lot more than I think it does. And so I just think in the long run, I would thank myself later. But, you know, we took the train, and technically I would have opted for a plane because we were only there for, like, a day and a half, two days. Mm-hmm. But Savannah had never taken the train before, so I wanted her to experience it. How was that? How it was, was that? a lot of fun. I really like it. You guys it's, liked it? Yeah, you just... The plane ride there was, like... It was okay. It wasn't bad. But, like, the train ride back was really nice. Um, we had a lot of... There's a lot of leg space. Just think of, like, an air... Just, like, a, a plane, but just more leg room. 
Mm. Like way more. Don't labor. you get a table too? You get a table so in the front. Cute. Yeah, and big then you can window. charge your. Yeah, you get a big window. You can charge your phone like literally the entire time, and they have a concession stand of like food. Oh. Yeah, like they. Am have, I fucking stupid? How come I didn't see this shit when I took the train to Chicago? To Chicago is they didn't is have a lot of options. Oh. Yeah, like to Chicago was like ham and cheese sandwich, yeah, stuff like my. that. Like, literally. But, like, on the way back, they had, like, hot dogs. Like, all, like, nice quality hot dogs. They had cheeseburgers, breakfast sandwiches. They had, like, a calzone. Like, I don't know, stromboli. They just had, like, a bunch of what random stuff. What the hell is a stromboli? Pretty much Pasta? like a pizza. No. Oh. <laughs> it was, like, pretty much like a big fancy pizza pocket. Yum. Yeah, it was good. I didn't have it, but it's it, those are good. But anyway, yeah, that mm. was that was kind of like so the the train altogether that was like a hundred fourteen round trip, mm-hmm. and then you know we did a little. I only sh- I only spent fifty dollars on shopping there. The pants. The the pants and I bought a bra. Mm-hmm. I bought a green top, and I love Zara, so I always use any excuse I have to go to Zara. I was gonna go to buy something at Uniqlo, but Uniqlo did not have a lot of things out right now. So that was kind of sad. That is so um, sad. Yeah, we spent a lot of money just on food, honestly. Yeah. Like dinner at a Spanish tapas place was like 80 bucks for both of us. Yeah. And we were still hungry. Love that. Wait, at that pizza place where you guys eat all the food? No, no, no. Oh. That one That one was $105, I think, but it's because we both got two glasses of wine. Oh. But we were very satisfied with that dinner. Yeah, it no, the dinner, so good. it was so good. Like, that's definitely like my go to place now when I go back. Yeah, take me, take me. I take you. And we can sit by the water, it's very pretty. And um, no, the place that we went to, the Spanish tapas place, it was in um, something Fulton park i don't know what it was called like fulton market or something but that place was like barrack barocca i ain't gonna try to say it but it was expensive but it was before the concert and it was good but it was expensive for the amount of food they give you and then that was it i think that was it like those are the two places that we went to we spent 16 dollars on bagels though the day we left bye it was Gotham Some bagels. bagels. Bagel sandwiches. Oh, okay. That's better. Yeah. I just, thought it was just, just a piece of bagel. bread. Yeah, no, literally. I was like, bro. No. So if you guys ever go to Chicago, Gotham bagels <laughs> is really good. They only do pickup, though. They're, it's not like a dine-in place. Yeah. So you have to like order that's online. the city way. Yes. It was really good, though. You know though. what I mean? And, you know, me and Savannah did our good deed for the year. We bought this homeless man a bagel oh. because he asked us for, he was like, do you guys have a quarter? And I was like, I said, no, I, but I have a bagel. No, I well, we walked past him and I was just like, I really don't have a quarter, but we can buy you food. So we bought him a breakfast sandwich. That's so sweet. And he really appreciated it. But yeah, we went to this place called Happy Monday, like the coffee shop. Um, we rate it. It was aesthetically very pleasing. Nice study place. It was giving like a mini pilgrim. But it was like coffee... Coffee, like, quality was probably, like, 6 out of 10. Yeah. I got a, I got something that was called um, Grandma's Bag or something. (laughs) It was, like, espresso with, like, butterscotch and, like, hazelnut. I literally, it just tasted, like, straight, like, water, coffee, sugar. Like, it wasn't, like, anything flavored. It didn't have, like, a rich butterscotch flavor. That is so unfortunate. Yeah. Savannah got, like, a salted caramel thing. It literally just say, it tasted like salty coffee. Ew. It wasn't good. So we definitely rated, like, a 6 out of 10. Aesthetic You're still was giving cute. it a 6? Oh, because it was cute. Yeah. And, like, the pastry was really good. I got a croissant. Oh. But, yeah. Anyways, 
those are my, that's what, so I spent a total of maybe like 300 that's not bad while i was there yeah yeah for the two days that i was there yeah it's not too bad Damn, that's how you do a weekend trip don't follow my example you guys <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to be better yeah. i'm trying to be better but no honestly like when i travel i like to have my expenses like all set like because when i travel i'm there to have fun i don't want to yeah, have to worry don't about stress money about, yeah so like i have to make sure like i'm all good to go before the trip yeah I, guys, we love to travel. We're big travelers. We're jet setters, We're as jet Jenny setters. will say. We're jet setters, you know. Um, but I literally have so many travel plans this next year, so I'm definitely trying to be smart about it. Do you have any travel plans this year, next year? Mm, not that I know of, but I feel like all my pl- all my traveling plans are very spontaneous. Yeah. Like, I don't know until a month before. Oh, I might be going to Ultra Miami, you guys. Mm. March 24th to 26th. It's like an EDM festival. I know. Are you going with you? Yeah, and then my friends from Canada. Oh, my God. I hate EDM. <gasps> Why are you going? It's so expensive. I'm going for the vibe. Oh, my God. Don't be like Jason and just yeah, go. Don't be like me. <laughs> just go. We're just talking about go. finances. I'm like not the... I'm the, I'm the example you shouldn't follow. <laughs> oh, my God. I really do want to go. Is Elenium performing? Again? No, unfortunately. Boo. I'd only go if it's Elenium. But yeah. Dang. But anyways. Well, I'm going to go to San Francisco sometime in March to see my friend Leah. And then I'm going to go. I feel like I had another one planned somewhere in there. I think me and the girls are going to try to go to Colorado or somewhere. Just like just the four of us because we haven't like spent and haven't gone anywhere but just the four of us. Yeah. And then I'm trying to cap all of my vacations by July or end of June because I'm going to Vietnam in September and I need to save my money. Oh yeah, that was one of my things. I was going to go to Korea next summer. Are you still going? I haven't planned it yet, but that is the plan. Haven't planned it, but it is the plan. Yes. (laughs) That'll be fun. You guys, moral of the story, be smart with your finances, but travel and like still try to enjoy it Mm -hmm. because life without enjoying... Life is short. Life is short. Don't don't live life and not enjoy it. Exactly. It's boring. Money comes and goes. Yeah. Just be responsible. Just don't be like so stupid. Yeah. You can be a little stupid. Like don't buy a new car if you're like trying to like go to a bunch of places. If you can barely like afford food. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I would like to think so. But what? <clears throat> Oh, okay. So this definitely, this episode will definitely be a little longer, but we have to talk about this, you guys. Tipping culture. Okay. So now that we've talked about finances and like, before Mm -hmm. I get started, before we gateway into that though, me and Jason are in the service industry. And have been And have been for a really long time, for as long as I can literally like remember working. So we have a lot of opinions on tipping culture. Okay. And I feel like some of you may already know how I feel about tipping, especially of what happened with Bumble Guy. Which one? The only one. I can't remember. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, okay. (laughs) Because, I don't know, it's just embarrassing to not be a good tipper, okay? Like... Yeah. And his logic was that he wants to get rid of... He wanted to get rid of tipping altogether. Mm. Like, he thinks, like, tipping should be included in services. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that is cool if you want that to happen. But that is not the reality that we are living right now. So don't be a shitty tipper right now. You're not proving a point by not tipping her. Yeah. And before we go any further, like, you're not a bad person if you don't tip. 
you could be a better person if you did, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's actually really good. Like, like it's Jenny said. It's hard to explain it really to is people the that can't. Yeah. Like, people don't understand. If you haven't been in the service industry, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. But literally, a lot of the times, tipping is what keeps people afloat. Mm-hmm. And that is what it's really hard to explain to people because... Tipping is subjective. You can literally give someone $5, like example, like a manicure, right? You can give me $5 or someone has given me $20 before, Mm -hmm. you know, and that keeps me afloat. Yeah. Like, like not only are you going to be perceived as a better person if you do tip like decent, mm -hmm. but it's also like a kind act of service back to the person who's servicing you. Yeah. If that makes sense. Remember, these people aren't begging you. For them to do the service, you are seeking them out. Yeah. So like they so are the putting time thing, away. The least you could do. The least you could do is tip them. Help a sister out. Help a girl out and tip at least twenty percent. Okay, yeah. it's embarrassing. And but the thing is, I remember every shitty tipper I run across. Me too. Me so too. Don't we remember it. your faces. Remember your face. I remember your name. I remember the way you act and what you wore. Don't yeah. forget it. Yeah. Because most of you just know, like Jenny, she does nails. That is a service. And then God, for me, it's time for me to be real. Oh. Please talk. I'm going to be real though. But for me, I I did work in retail, which is kind of like a customer service thing. But I'm also a server. I've been a server for the past three years. And for those of you know that know, if you know, you know, like restaurant service is hell. Like there's so many bad customers, crazy customers. <laughs> Bad tippers, good tippers, you know, like the whole shebang. But we really do remember who you are. And it's like, just to give you a little perspective for me, I believe I'm a really good server. I always do the best I can. I provide you the best service. Whenever you need something, I got you. I'll bring it in like two seconds if you just Mm -hmm. give me some time and not call me over to your table every two fucking seconds because I have to help other people too. Yeah. But when I do bring you your stuff, it's there so you can be happy. And because, like, I, my goal is to make your experience good. Mm-hmm. So, like, the least you could do is tip me because I make $3 an hour. No, literally. And if you don't tip me, I'm not getting paid shit no. is what I'm saying. <laughs> I know. And I work on commission. So if we're not, if you don't see clients, I'm not making money. Yeah. So especially if it's a slow day, girl, that tip. Mm. Finna come in clutch. No, yeah. And I personally, like for me, I do value my work ethic in terms of like, I really am a service person. I will literally try my best to make you happy. We're we're people pleasers. We're people pleasers, which is honestly the best thing you want in a service service industry. So I think a lot of times people take that for granted, Mm -hmm. like us wanting to make people so happy. They just kind of expect it out of you. Mm-hmm. When they, really, like, I'm doing this out of the kindness that I want to be. Like, yeah. if you compare me to an auntie at the salon, auntie's going to half-ass her effort for you. But me, yeah. I'm going to go 150. Yeah. So. And so, in remember a way. Remember that. Acknowledge the people that are taking the extra mile, the extra step to make you happy. Yeah. Because like for me, whenever I go out to eat, whenever I go somewhere, somebody's doing some service for me, I always tip 20%. Always. A hundred percent of the time I will tip 20%. Mm-hmm. The only exception is if you give me bad service. And yeah. even then I still tip. I'll tip like five or 10%. Yeah. I tip 10 to 15 if I like think the service was like, eh, like really like could have been better. Yeah. 
20, definitely, if it was just, like, average, like, yeah, yeah. he did what he needed to do. Like, run of the mill, like, just went out to eat. Yeah, 20%. just pleasant. 25 yeah. to 30 if I was ex- impressed. And I'm not going to lie, I've definitely tipped 30% or more if I thought the server was cute. Period. I've definitely tipped. Girls and guys. I've definitely tipped 40 oh to 50. Oh my God, the pretty privilege. I tip 50 for my friends. That's just like what I do. Yeah. But that's only an exception. Like if I'm ser- like if I'm getting a service from like you or Chu or Brian, I definitely give more than yeah. 30 or 40 because you guys are my friends. But, like, on a good server, a cute server, yeah. It's kind of weird, though, because, like, for me, like, if I'm serving my friends, I don't want them to tip me. You know what I mean? Well, because I work well, yeah, in, I'm, like, a restaurant. Yeah, I'm, yeah. like, a restaurant worker. You're, like, you don't have to. Yeah. Like, I know my friends also struggle with money, so I'm, like, you don't have to, like, tip exactly, me. Exactly, exactly. But, like, that's another thing I under say, the blanket, I'm, like, low-key expecting you. Yeah, that's another thing I want to say is if you have money to go out and eat, you have money to tip, bro. I say that all the time. Dude, my mom, like, calls me such... Like, she totally calls me out on it every time I say that. But, like, but I'll, I'll literally complain about, like, a person that didn't tip me well when I, like, literally tried my best to make them happy, and they uh-huh. are happy. Yeah. I'll literally be like, so she's going to get a $90 set of, like, nails and toes, but she can only tip me $10. Mm-hmm. And my mom's like, well, she she's, like, a mom of three. I don't care. If you can come here and get a set for nails and toes for $90, you can tip me, like, at least five or ten more. Literally. This I all, don't care. This all goes back, goes back to, like, the financial responsibility thing. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you are responsible yeah. for paying that tip. Yeah. And this is just a thing in, like, the U.S. This is just U.S. culture, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I do have friends. I wouldn't call them friends anymore. <laughs> but, like... He said, well, anyways. <laughs> but I do know people in the past that I've talked to. Um, there was this one girl I know. Mm-hmm. She does not tip. And I got in, like, a full-on argument with her, like, in a restaurant. It was kind of embarrassing. Um, You don't know her. Oh, okay. Yeah. But basically, she was just trying to back... She was trying to back herself up, like, like defend herself by saying, Oh, I, like, I'm from, like... The Great Britain, like they don't tip over there, and like blah blah blah. But that's blah, blah. not where you are. I'm like, girl, right you're now. in the U.S. Like, you don't go to Asia and like not respect the elders. Yeah, that's rude. Like, what the fuck? Like, like not everything revolves around you. I'm no, so yeah, sorry. Like, like adapt, U- adapt yeah. to where you're at. Right like, now, if please. this is the culture here, you have to respect it. Mm-hmm. And like, like Jenny said, like it's obviously not going to change in the, like next like upcoming few years. So like, whatever you're doing to like try to prevent it, the only thing you're hurting is like the people that are providing you is being affected like right now yeah yeah like i'm all for changing and like doing whatever needs to be done if you want to make a change then do it but right now adapt to what is going on at the moment and take that and then like you know like build from it and like Mm -hmm. try to gain perspective yeah (sighs) oh and then like another example i had was like uh these other two people different people i know Mm -hmm. we went to like this all you can eat like crab leg buffet at the casino. Mm, I'm so hungry now. That sounds so I'm good. I'm so hungry. But yeah, we went to this buffet. It was They had all-you-can-eat crab legs. It was like $40. Mm-hmm. We do have a server. She brings us the drinks. Yeah. But you know it's a buffet. You grab your own food. Mm-hmm. So they thought, oh, I don't have to tip her because she's not serving me. Right. And I was like, bro, she's bringing you your drinks. She's refilling your drinks. She's cleaning the table for us. She's literally servicing you. She's doing, like, like do you want to eat like in a trash bin? Mm-hmm. She like, could have fully not cleaned her table for exactly. you. Exactly. And they didn't tip. And yeah. and then, like, me and my other friend tipped extra in place of them. I hate that yeah. you had to fill in the void for yeah. that. That's because like I don't want to, like, jip her of like, yeah. the, the money she rightfully deserves. Mm-hmm. 
Ugh, I really hate it's, that. It's such like a... We're very passionate about this topic. Well, yeah. I mean, like, if you... Because we you, live this. This, we is our, this is our reality. It's like looking at myself in the mirror every time I go out to a service industry yeah. type thing. It's really hard. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if you guys remember my Bumble episode. Sorry, Bumble guy. But literally, like, the way he tipped her only $3, I was so... One, I was so embarrassed because my family literally works there. And, like, I was, like, introducing him to people that I really cared about. And two... He literally was like, well, I was expecting you to pay for me. Uh-huh. What I look like? Your sugar mama? No, you finna pay for yourself. We're not dating. And, like, the thing is, like, ugh. anyway, I need to talk about This is, like, so not about financial stuff, but he made me feel so masculine. You know what I'm saying? He did not make me feel feminine whatsoever. And that is a turnoff to me. I'm trying to feel cute. I'm trying to feel like a woman. I'm trying to feel... She wants to feel like the only girl I, <laughs> in the world by Rihanna. No, but like, it's the way he was so... It's the way he... I was literally talking to Harry about this today. Like, I have certain guys in my life that are secure with themselves in in the way they speak to me and the way that what they expect of me make me feel like, okay, I can tap into my feminine side. Mm-hmm. But with Bumble Guy... I literally had to tap into my masculine side to carry carry it. And I'm not saying he wasn't like the he was very soft spoken, but like he was also like very I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. Anyway, I'm clearly still whipped up about this guy. He still gives me P- PTSD. It's okay, Jenny, you live and you learn. Yeah. I hope he doesn't find this podcast. That would be super awkward. There's no way. There's no way because I blocked him. So if he did find it, then that's just him really seeking it out. I blocked him on literally every platform. If he found it, I'd be actually impressed at this point. (laughs) I'm not talking shit on him, but it's just I'd rather him not hear what I have to say. I don't care. Does that make sense? Yes. (laughs) I don't know. Every time I have like a situationship with a guy, not even a situationship. It's literally just like a talking stage thing. Mm -hmm. I start to get super cringe. At the way I was around them. Because <laughs> I'm not being myself. Ugh. Anyway, you live and you learn. I'm definitely tapping into being who I am more these days. I literally, did I tell you my Instagram is like private now? You put it on private? Yeah. Well, I put it on public for a little bit because I posted a reel and I wanted to go viral. Oh. <laughs> the reel is pretty. It's of the Chicago skyline. Oh, I, I put saw really it. Cute. It so, yeah, cute. it was cute. I'm going to give it a couple days, but I'm going to go back on private. I put my film account on private. You know, a lot of things are private now these days because I realize I share a lot of myself to the public and it's because I chose to, like, you know, I'm a very open book, but I see people lurking. I had a friend from high school, our, our very good friend, and I saw, and she was like lurking through my friends things. Oh, hell no. She literally refollowed some of my friends just for them to refollow her back. And they're like, we're not following her back. And so she unfollowed. And so she refollowed again. That's so shady. I said, girl, it's not shady. It's embarrassing. No, yeah, that's what I meant. It's not shady. <laughs> that's not, she's not even being shady. It's just embarrassing. Like, girl, they don't want to follow you back. And like, I can, I just can, I can feel her in like in my vicinity and so I had to block my stuff because I didn't want her to see it. Yeah. Like, you know those people that are like, I want them to see how good I'm doing. I don't want you to see how good I'm doing. You don't deserve to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what gives you the right to see me thrive? I like that. You know? I don't, I don't care. I don't have people 
like that in my life. Like uh, that I, I wish I didn't, but instead, but, unfortunately, yeah. I have a couple. I understand the feeling. Blocking, the blocking button has become my bestie these days. <laughs> I'm literally about to go block someone else. I forgot to block. Oh my god! Put your phone away. Why? You want to see? <laughs> you don't have to see. She might have already blocked me, honestly. But yeah, moral of the story, you guys, tip your servers, tip your service industry workers. Mm -hmm. We don't do this shit for free because we don't make money. Like, that's the thing about it is like being in the service industry is so inconsistent. There's some days when you can make like hella bank and then other days you're like starving. Mm -hmm. So just take this as a grain of salt. Yeah. Be better, people. Be better. Do be, better and be better. Do better, okay? be better. Don't be one of those people that people are going to remember that you're a shitty tipper. Yeah, just don't do not do this for other people. Do this for your... Do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. Have some respect. Have some, be better. Just yeah. be better for yourself. Like nobody, It's hard because a lot of people don't understand. No, I know. Like I, I totally am sympathizing with people who haven't um, lived, like haven't relied on tips. Mm-hmm. But please understand that when there's a service that you can tip on, a lot of the times that's their only source of income. Yeah. So just be mindful. You know, we're not like here to like bash you, but yeah, we're here to give you just educate the best on this topic. Service. We're here to do what we can for you. Exactly. Because we're we're humans too, you guys. <laughs> we're just it's just hard out here. It's It's not out here for the working girlies. It's like my customers when they ask, oh, I also had this and this and this. I only have two hands, sis. Like, I can only carry so much with two two arms and two hands. No, literally. Like, does she think, like, I'm an octopus? What? No, because because there's, like, like four people at a table, but I can only carry, like, maybe, like, three plates at a time. That's actually funny. And then she's like, oh, we also had... I'm like, no. Like, it's over there. Like, I need to go grab it. Oh, my God. We need to stop talking about food. I'm hungry. Sorry. Okay, guys, this was a very long episode, but I feel like we had a very genuine and good conversation about financial growth. Financial independence and tipping culture. And definitely, you guys definitely got to tap into our experiences with finances and continue to do so. Mm -hmm. Honestly, we are only going to have more financial issues, if I'm being quite honest, but... Maybe more so me. Well, I mean... If I let myself get that far, then yeah, me too. Yeah, you too. <laughs> I'm trying to move. I'm trying to pop this popsicle. I know. I'm trying to bust There's this so popsicle There's so many things stand. I want in life, but like I just am not prepared yeah. financially. And that's okay. But that's okay because in time I will be. Oh, not the thing playing. Okay, bye guys. Bye. <laughs>